With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio, Central Texas. This is AR Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday. TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down Presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV Presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th. It is our Saturday Buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. At Majel's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Thomas Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. It is, it, is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Because this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, Are you ready to, walk? to walk? Let's, Let's go! go.
Brother Don, how is it in your neck of the woods? Family, it is hot. <laughs> we are currently at 90 degrees with a real feel of 93. We have no breeze. It's just baking hot. And, you know, this is the first initial kickoff for us in the summertime or, or the hot weather time. So coming from all that cool weather, now we're starting to feel it. So if you're down on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi family, be careful. Stay hydrated, you know, because that's the thing that we kind of, we initially forget about the heat is hydration. So stay hydrated and stay safe. But we, other than that, Tom, it's, just a, it's a pretty day. It's a beautiful day. I got out and cut some grass today, and so I knew how, exactly how hot it was today. So we're just going to continue on. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, of course, we don't have Pastor Gene's uh, forecast to make us feel bad uh, for the Michigan area, but I know it's been going up and down as far as heat and cold and stuff like that. But uh, again, we will definitely have Pastor Gene on uh, later on in the show. But of course, family, uh, we all know what's going on in our nation. We all know what's going on with the pandemic. We also know what's going on with the recent events with the uh, Mr. Lloyd situation with the police officer, and we understand that we are in a time where revelations is starting to take shape. Now, as far as believers go, there is a way to protest without violence. Please hear me, because I understand it's very easy to get emotional being an African-American. I can understand that. But we have to be able to do it in a way where we can make an impact without being what they think we already are. And I'm going to leave it at that because I'm not into the politics stuff. So we, we need to pray for our nation and its leaders continuously as well as your family. Just saying. And if you want all the juicy gossip and all that stuff, this is the place for it. You can go to all the social media outlets, Fox News, CNN, and all those uh, 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 people, uh, t- Twitter, uh, reality show at Trump, just saying, anyway. But, yeah, you can get all of that. Anywho, I'm going to leave that alone. I just wanted to give a shout-out to you, TPD Radio family. What's good? We're about to be 5,000 strong on Facebook. Thank you so very much for your support and telling your family, telling your mama and them, telling Pookie and Big Mama that the Summit Boys Radio Network is on and popping. You will never hear Christian radio the same again. Just saying. And, of course, today is a big day for TPG Radio. We have the debut of our brother, Cell Life, with Michael Zavalos. He'll be on right after we get off the air at 4.30 Central Standard Time. You don't want to miss it. You get another angle of how God can restore and renew a man that has been wronged by society. But you're going to love his testimony, family. You're going to love the movement that he's going to do. And that will be 4.30 Central Standard Time right here on the Thomas Force Radio Network. Also, we have the ladies of the Grub. Coming up at 12 noon on Monday, 
to start off today. And then we have the Icy on the Cake with Dustin Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Also, Brother Don, we got another brother joining the TPB family. And he Amen. is going to sing uh, countdown music with another station. We just talked off air. And you'll be hearing them every Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. right here on the Sonic Voice Radio Network. Yeah, we thank God for what he's doing. He is expanding our territory, and people are definitely looking us up, and we praise God for every bit of it. He's down with Kingdom Sound Radio Broadcasting. You can hear him on there as well. The show will debut here on the Samus Voice Radio Network. Again, it'll be, the show is entitled TJP Party Countdown. So it's going to go live. The Just Praise Party Countdown. That's the whole abbreviation of it. Get your dance on while you're on the road in traffic right here every Tuesday and Thursday here on TPV Radio. Just saying. And, of course, y'all don't want to miss my wife. My wife has an interview with uh, Tracy Allen. She was on the Summer Toys Present last week, and she will be interviewed. Uh, so catch that. It'll be on Facebook Live. It'll be very early, so I'm quite sure most of you will see the replay, but we will definitely post it on our website, and it's definitely we will post it on Facebook, uh, our Facebook page at CTV Radio. We are live right now. Of course, you can listen to us in three different ways, family. You can go to blocktalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio, or you can go to our website www.ppvradionetwork.com or you can download Live 365, search the Samus Voice Radio Network, and you are in there. Bypass the subscription because I know a lot of you have been asking questions. When you see the subscription pop up on your screen, you don't have to pay for it. All you have to do is hit the X button on the upper left-hand side of your screen. It will bypass that. Then you can go directly to the magnifying glass icon, type in the Samus Voice Radio Network, and hit the heart button. You can take us everywhere you go, 24 hours, 365. Just So, shout out to my first lady, uh, first lady Shanice. God bless you, baby. Thank you for doing what you do for the Samus Voice Radio Network, TPD Enterprises, and TPD Ministries. She is definitely my uh, uh calendar lady and and making stuff organized brother don because i get so excited and i throw everybody and i be double and triple booking everybody and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) for my wife she she definitely put those things in order man and of course my kiddos (laughs) jalen tyreek ian and kajane daddy love you all two pieces wow so, and of course, I cannot forget my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because without him, none of this would be possible. Yes, Amen. humble as I can be, if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, I'm just keeping it real. So, Brother John, you have any shout-outs you'd like to give? Absolutely, absolutely. As always, family, I got to give a shout out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for 
Man, it's just so humbling that he would pick and choose somebody like me to work and do the things of the kingdom for him. And I just want to thank him today and give him a big shout out for all he's done in my life, my family, within this ministry. And I want to thank TPB Ministries for allowing me to be part of this family, this awesome ministry family that is growing daily. And it's such a blessing to see God move within the vision that Pastor Chris and First Lady Nisi had out there in Central Texas. Just to see God doing an awesome, awesome thing, not only in their lives, but within the ministry that's touching other people's lives. Then I want to give a shout out to my children. Daddy loves you. They have been such a blessing to me in this time. They give me the encouragement and strength I need on a daily basis. And I can't forget my, my awesome first lady, my wife, Deborah, for all that she does and, and helping out in this family, uplifting us, ministering to us. And also, I can't forget about uh, the radio bishop, Bishop Willie Horn out there in California, KBRG, the bridge, and the brew crew guys. Just stay encouraged. Keep doing what you're doing, bringing the word of the Lord each and every day. I just uh, love you guys. I thank God for you. And I want to give a shout-out to you, family. Well, you are the you are the reason that we keep going, you know, ministering the word of God to see people get healed, delivered, and set free through the word of God. And I just need to give a big shout out to you for your support and tuning in and allowing us to be all that God has called us to be. Amen. 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 Well, we pretty much are ready to eat. And I'm quite sure you're done hearing us uh, do all these plugs and ramble. So we about to get this party started. So, of course, we're in part three or four. Don't know, but it's all good. We're in part three or four of Take It Out of the Yeah. Another one. Uh, Yeah, it's another one. So... Make sure you are strapped in, locked and loaded. Get your Bibles out. We're about to dissect this thing called the power of the Holy Ghost. A lot of us don't know what that power truly is. We've been taught the religious aspect of it, but don't you know you have access to the same power that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ had 2,000 years ago? And we're going to break that down today. So, family, y'all know what time it is, right? But I just got to know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Throw the lightning in the thunder. Just saying. We love you, Pastor Jim. 
Because family, of course, we're going to start this show off right with some great music. God is Love featuring Fred Hammond and Peter Cottontail. Yeah, you heard it right. We also have together, come together, various artists. We also have uh, Rodney uh, Douglas. We have a whole bunch of indie artists just for you. So keep it locked. Keep it loaded. Tell your mama, tell your friends that the Summer's Voice Radio Network is on. TPV Reloaded is live. Brother Don is ready to eat. And Pastor Gene is almost done shopping. You're listening to the hottest Christian radio show in the land. The Summer's Voice Reloaded. And when we come back, family, it's time to eat. Take it out of the closet, part three or four, just saying. Keep it locked, family. We'll be right back after this. Don't you dare move a muscle. It is, it is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, ready, ready to walk? Let's go. go. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen. You're listening to the Summer's Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. This is the sound of the voice. What's good, everybody? Sucker friend in the building. And I'm here with the family, you know. All my nieces and nephews, <laughs> got a message for you, got a message for you, say it. You are the one that takes me, guides me, what is my footsteps, my day, the Friday, the weekend, how I
shame will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I will forgive their sins and heal their land for their young sister in South Africa, for their young brother in Nigeria, for my brothers and sisters in New York City. God is still in the healing business. Let's come together. Hey, what's going on, home team? This your boy, Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Free Wave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. It is, it, is, it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, ready, ready to walk? Let's go! We are back. Reloaded, transmitting live from the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Just download Live 365. Search the Thomas Voice Radio Network and you're in there. If you hit the subscription, subscription button, it hits the X on the upper left-hand side to bypass it. Then search us, save us, and take us everywhere you go. Or if you want to find it more convenient, you can go directly to our website at www.tpbradio.com or blocktalkradio.com forward slash tpbradio. So... Before I even get into the show, I have to reintroduce the other half of the Thunder and Lightning Brother and Sister Duo. Yeah, we can hear it. He's already in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pastor Gene Homer. What's good? Hello, radio family. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. We're glad to have you. God bless you and your husband. And we thank God that you're feeling better on today to help us out in this very hearty meal. It's a very, uh, like they say, you have steak and it takes a couple of days to uh, digest in your system. Well, this is really good. So, the first family. We got to get this ball rolling, and of course, we have the TPV icebreaker, which is going to be short and sweet. To the- Here we go. What happens to the power of the Holy Ghost? Let's find out in how to unlock it in this season. Our course scripture is thirteen, chapter thirteen, verse five through nine. Now, Jesus' last words to his disciples were, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses. Tell people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, in all of Judea, and Samaria, and the end of the earth. That was in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, coming out of the New International version of the NIV. So, family, here we go. Let's eat. Let's get it. Let's go. So, we stopped off talking about when Paul warns in 2 Timothy chapter 4, 
verse 3, and it reads as such, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Uh-oh, you're already starting already. But wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accommodate for themselves, teachers, in accordance to their own desires. So be vigilant for yourselves, family, for yourselves and for your children that your doctrine is true. Care about what you learn and what you teach. The love of money and the rejection of sound doctrine. These will be two great deadly forces against the church in this coming age. It's already happening. And what a gift it is that the Bible is so clear in warning us about it but helps us, and not just by giving negative threats, but by giving precious and very great promises. Now, the solution to both greed and heresy is this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What once was true about Christ always will be true about Christ. So you don't need or want new doctrines. And what was once satisfying about Christ will always be satisfying about Christ. So you don't need or want money as a way to lasting happiness because I guarantee you, you can look around you right now. The people that have most of the money, church community included, are not happy. Why? Because they are Doing the the most impossible thing. I, I mean, I, maybe that's just me. They're, they're taking their own lives because they see their kingdom falling and all that stuff. And that's where the problem is, family. It's ne- it was never your kingdom in the beginning. In the beginning, it was never yours. It was God. And that's why we feel some kind of way when we don't see the results of how it used to be. We need to receive Jesus freely. Just saying. Now, before I can explain or tell the family about Christ, we must know Christ on a personal level. We've been saying this on all of our platforms. We must know in our spirit, not our mental sense, that Christ's love experiences experiences forgiveness of our sin and the reality of the new life exceptionally. The first task of the Holy Ghost or Spirit is to reveal who Christ is to us. That's the first key. And I'm not talking about the mental aspect, uh, absence of knowledge about Christ or religious aspect of knowledge about Christ, but revealed knowledge deep in our spirit that comes only by God, the Holy Spirit. Now, Jesus asked the question. Who do people say the Son of Man is, or Christ? Now, of course, the disciples answered this, and they said, John the Baptist. Others say Elijah, and others still say Jeremiah, or the one prophet. Jesus pressed on, but what about 
you believer. Uh-oh. He put us on a blast right there. But what about you? Who do you say I am? And then, of course, Simon Peter, going ham and cheese, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by who? Man, but by my father in heaven. You will find these scriptures that I just talked about in Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 17. Now, this revelation is lacking in our churches today. Not all, but some. And in the believer's individual lives. We see it right now. I don't even have to go into full detail. As stated previously, the golden thread in this lesson is the power of the cross. And it shows who the person who was sent to the cross for our sins. It shows us the perfect example of who we're supposed to be. None other than God, our very creator, now the resurrected Lord stands in glory at the throne of God, his father. So don't tell me, family, about Jesus because we really don't know him. Just saying, the believer must be thirsty for the living water. What's the living water? Well, first and foremost, as we do everything in life, we develop relationship, right? So in order for us to understand the living water of who he truly is, we have to develop a relationship. Seeking God earnestly to show or reveal to him the Christ. Jesus told Peter, and on this rock, the revelation that I am the Messiah, the Christ, the Savior, the Lord of Lords, and the King of Kings, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, and I'm reading out of the NIV. This is the overpowering, overcoming power the church is built. By, in, by the indwelling of the what? Holy Spirit, who gives the believer power to overcome Satan and hell. So, just listen to Jesus talk to, just listen to what Jesus said. I will give you the keys. What are the keys? First is the revelation of who he is, number one. And second, the power of the Holy Spirit in us, of the kingdom of heaven. So whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. The spiritual authority given to the believer and the church. If you don't believe me, co-reference it. Luke chapter 10, verse 19, and whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. All, all these promises of Jesus to Peter, but they were not fulfilled until the day of Pentecost when Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, in between, Peter has to go through the denial of Jesus 
his conversion, then you can read Luke chapter 22, verse 31 through 34, and to wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit. And the apostle Paul said, the good news of salvation that I preached telling the people about Jesus is not based on a mere human reasoning or logic, but the direct revelation of Jesus himself. No one else taught me. He, the Father, revealed his Son in me so that I could proclaim the good news about Jesus. If you don't believe me, cross-reference it. Galatians 1, 11 through 16. Now, the believer and the church is generally, is in general, in virtually powerless because we lean on our mental capacity of knowing who Christ is rather than deeply desiring revelation of who he really is by the Holy Ghost. Now, I'm going to stop right there because that was a lot to swallow. So, we're going to start with Brother Don with this very question. What happened? Where did we fall short? This, these scriptures tell us exactly how we can receive power of the Holy Ghost. What happened? Where did we fall short in this day and this age? And why are we walking around powerless? Brother Don, you have the floor. Amen. Amen. Wow. Man, I, I mean, we could we could break this down and continue to break this down for days, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep it short and to the point here. What has happened and what you're what you're talking about when Jesus was talking to Peter, we have to understand. It is only by way of the Holy Spirit Jesus is revealed to us. In our natural mind, he cannot be revealed to us as we know who he is, being God in the flesh, God incarnate. We can't comprehend that in our natural mind. And what's been lost in translation down through the years is if we, we let man-made doctrine allow the church to operate in insanity. And what I mean by that is, look, and I, I said this earlier today, the definition, the clinical definition of insanity is trying to do the same thing with the same methods, expecting different results. How long has the church been operating under the same religious rules, same religious methods, same traditional Rituals expecting a different result That's because we don't know Who Jesus is that's because we've Taken the Holy Spirit Dropped him out of the equation Want to serve Want to say we're praising want to say We're worshiping this brand of Jesus That we allow somebody else To bring to us Through this old time Word of faith message with Prosperity healing and all that other Stuff that they used to to bring out. First time in my life, I stood in the spotlight. And you know, you can't see. Oh, you can see. Uh, we've got a bad sense 
of who the Holy Spirit is first and foremost, so we'll never be able to see who really Jesus is. Because in order to see who Jesus is to us, we must see who we are to him as well. Because he gave his life for us. And you touched on some good things in in your icebreaker that Jesus said, look, the same power that I have, the same things I do, ye shall do, but ye shall do greater. Now think about that for a minute. Now this is Jesus talking. This is God in flesh saying, look, Psalmist, Brother Don, Pastor Gene, the whole water and the wine, raising Lazarus, um, the five loaves and two fish, all these things that I've done by the same power I'm giving to you not only to do but to do greater. But that's not going to happen until we connect to the Holy Spirit and allow him to transform us truly that we can have a revelation of who Jesus is, such as Simon did when he was sitting there, in our lives that we can have access to the keys to the kingdom to this power. It's just not going to be given to you just because you go to church. Just because you wake up Sunday morning and you put on your your suit and your, your, your shoes and tie and you head out and you go there and you sit and thinking that you're going to be able to operate like this. It don't happen that way. And I'm glad you're really hitting that point home that it is all relational. That's what Jesus was saying to Simon. This that you are, uh, this revelation that you're telling me now, this revelation that you have, this didn't come from nobody else but the Father because it's relational. Everything that we do is relational to Jesus. And if Jesus is not the center of everything, if he's not the core of everything that you do, you will not be able to have the Holy Ghost power active in your life. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, stepped on your toes, but that's the word. That's it. See, and the thing that we've got to get back to, family, is uh, back to the basics. You know, we've complicated this thing so much to the gospel isn't even the gospel any longer. The gospel has no transformational power, which it should. It's the good news of Jesus Christ. But this brand of gospel that's being put in the world, this brand of, of, of gospel, or this, this Jesus that they present is not the Jesus that the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to you. See, because there's so much, so much going on in the world today that you can see that the Holy Spirit is not active in moving in people's lives today. You know, just like what's going on now, you touched on it earlier, this should be a clarion call to every blood-bought believer around the world to start interceding and praying. But that's only going to come by way of the Holy Ghost touching the heart. That's only going to come by the revelation of who Jesus is in your life. It's just not something that you can pick up and crack open the Bible and read and say, oh, yeah, I got it. No, it doesn't work that way. Just like if Peter was sitting there and Jesus said, who am I? I hear what other people say I am, but who am I to you? That's what it boils down to. Who am I to you? Don't worry about what everybody else says. I'm not interested in what nobody else says. I'm not interested in... um, what mainstream uh, religion is saying who I am. Who am I to you? 
And that's where we got to get that focus. That's where we got to dig deep within ourselves. And that's why we've got to always, always make sure that, you know, Psalmist, that, that we come just like David did. You know, Lord, examine my heart. If there's anything in me that will look to keep me from a relationship with you, if there's anything that will look to grieve the Holy Spirit working in my life, take it out. Cut it out. You know, we, we, we all need a little surgery right now, spiritual surgery, to cut some of these things out in our lives that's been operating far too long. And I'm talking to myself. You know, I'm not, I'm not picking on nobody. I'm talking to myself. We've allowed these things to operate far too long. We need that Holy Ghost power right now if we never needed before in, in history. We need it right now to start pulling the kingdom of heaven down here. to That's what we need right now is to start pulling the kingdom of heaven down here to earth. And that is not going to happen until we get a good revelation of who Jesus Christ really is in our lives and operating. And, you know, if I had to ask a question, do you know who Jesus is in your life right now? <laughs> do you know who the risen Savior is in your life right now, family? Of all those that's listening to my voice, do you know who Jesus is? Has he been identified? Has he been defined as the Lord and leader of your life? And until you can get to that point where you have a revelation of who he is, don't expect the Holy Spirit to start working on your behalf because that's his job first and foremost is to reveal who Jesus is in your life and in your heart. And that's the problem that we have with, you know, and I'm not trying to Bible bash the church or beat up the church because there are a lot of good fellowships out there. There are a lot of good um Remnants out there that are following the true word of God, the spirit of God. But then there's more that's not. And we, we need to come up. We need to rise up to figure out who Jesus is in our lives, family. And, and that, that's it at the end of the day. You know, when we pack it up and get ready to go home, that's what it's going to be about. Who is Jesus in your life? And that's just going to come by revelation of the Holy Spirit. That is the only way. The only way. You know, because in my, my faith walk, you know, I can attribute all of my teaching. I didn't go to seminary school. I didn't, I didn't have that luxury. I'm not knocking um, education, but I didn't have the opportunity to go. I didn't. I've sat under a couple different pastors, but they didn't teach me. It was the Holy Spirit revealing who Jesus was to me in my life. And as I read the word, allowing him to reveal Jesus in, to me through the scriptures is where I learned who Jesus was in my life. And that's just going to come to the point of asking. That's going to come to the point of submission. That you can sit down and allow him to, to minister who Jesus is in your life and who you are. To Jesus That he gave his life for Amen Amen Amen. Well I hear Pastor Gene Chopping at the pit And I see the lightning going across the sky So I know she got something To lay down this one. So Pastor Gene You have the floor Amen brother Amen 
you know, uh, uh, the thing that I want to I want to give an example of what happened when uh, the apostles and the disciples tr- attempted to operate in the things of God without the Holy Spirit. And the example that I want to start with is Peter. Now, Peter was a disciple that walked with the Christ. Amen. He was a disciple that walked on water. Amen. Uh, But he was also the disciple that received the revelation of who the Christ really was. And in the very next, in the very next encounter, uh, he tried to rebuke Christ himself. Now, all of this happened without the Holy Spirit. Amen. And even when Christ, when Christ was going to the cross and Peter, Peter, uh, said, I will never forsake you. I will never forsake you, Lord. I will never forsake you. But he was the only one that was, that, that, uh, uh, that has been recorded as the one saying, I don't know him. I did not know him. Now, granted, the other ones ran, but Peter voiced it. He voiced it three times. And, 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 and if you read your Bible, You'll find in one situation, he actually got down on the ground and acted like he was insane and crazy because he was so fearful that he would be arrested for having known the Christ. All of this because when he didn't have the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? Now, on the day of Pentecost, when he had been filled, once he had been filled with the Holy Spirit, he turned into a whole different man. The boldness that came out of him, the manifestation of the power of God, how he stood and with Ananias and Sapphira and, and exposed their sin, and they fell dead. You all hearing me? But this was after he was empowered with the Holy Spirit. Amen? So what, what I'm saying here is let's see the contrast, and let's see why also the indwelling of the Holy Spirit is necessary. In mm. order for us to do what God is calling us to do, it's not only necessary, amen, but we must be led by it. And mm. I feel like one of the hindrances psalmist is that we try to be in the lead instead of mm. humbling ourselves and being led. And, and, and what we find in many of the encounters in the move of God, it starts out powerful, and the Spirit of God is moving. People are getting healed and delivered and set free. But after a while, it dwindles. Because in the beginning, oh the people are humbled, and they are willing to be led by the Spirit of God because God is moving. But after a while, being of human nature, we begin to say, I got this. I know how to do this. God chose me to do this. And we get in our flesh. So what was initiated by God ends up becoming Ichabod. Ichabod is when the people in the Old Testament begin to think that they were gods. And they begin to say, we will build a tower to reach heaven. We will build a tower that will take us to God. And when God saw what they were doing, what did he do? Came down and confused the communication and stopped the work because he said if he did not stop it, when man came uh, became unified, they would do whatever their ima- imagination told them to do. Amen. Mm. 
So in order for us to operate and be empowered and do what God has called, the many works that God, God entitled us, God commissioned us to do, we must be led by the Holy Spirit. We must realize we cannot control the Spirit of God. And mm. I believe that's our biggest hindrance. Say what? Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right, Pastor Gene. That's been our biggest deterrent because we try to be the big G. We want to have control over everything. We want to be the man or the woman in charge because we have our kingdoms. Now, again, I'm not saying all ministries are doing this, but the majority of them are making the ones that are actually doing the work look bad. We're seeing a great falling away as we speak. So why are we still preaching about nonsense? That has nothing to do with anything. We need to be preaching just like Pastor Gene and, and, and Pastor Don just said. We need to start preaching the fundamental truth that we ought to know who Jesus Christ is in our life, period. He's the only one that's going to activate the power. We have the power to do greater things. It's in the word. But we're only half-baked, y'all. We're not utilizing half of what Jesus gave us, and he said we'll be doing things greater than he. That's the son of man. Come on. For him to say that and co-sign on that, and we're walking here in the 21st century, all powerless, hiding under rocks, being fearful, trying to be big G's, and trying to take over, and try to do this, and try to run people's lives, and all this stuff. I have no power or authority as a pastor or a leader to try to keep you from knowing who Jesus Christ is in your life. I am not supposed to be telling you, you will just say it's my word. No, it's just say it's the Lord's word, not my word. I'm only a vessel that's willing to say it and talk it and preach it like it is. But you have to find revelation within your in order for us to unlock the power of the Holy Ghost in this day, in this age, we got to get out the way. Just saying. So, Brother John, Pastor Gene, we have another special guest on the line, and I want to tap him into this conversation. Uh, he is Pastor uh, Byron Sago here in Hawker Heights, Texas. He is a minister we just met last week, and uh, he is the Light of Hope Fellowship Ministries here in Hawker Heights, Texas. So good afternoon, Pastor. What's good? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? How's everybody going? We're doing great, sir. We're doing great. Now, from what you've been hearing thus far, Pastor, what is your take on on this? Because we would love to hear it from another uh, another spiritual perspective. So you have the floor. I, I think it kind of goes back to uh, what, what Pastor, uh, Pastor Gene and Pastor Don said, uh, and, and as well as you, uh, Pastor Chris. Um, I think we got to we have to start with knowing and understanding who Christ is um, overall, and be able to plug into that power uh, that Christ has said that we have. Because if we plug into that power that, that, that Christ says we have, then 
as you said, Pastor Chris, there's nothing that we can't do. We're going to do works greater than what Christ did, but we got to plug into that power because Christ is that power. Christ is the one that that that, that releases us and allows us by the Spirit to do what we have to do in this time. Now, what I will say is that uh, we kind of like what exactly what Pastor Gene said. We have to be we have to allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit. Right. We have to allow ourselves to do it. We can say that 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 we are. We can say that that's what we do, but are we truly allowing ourselves to be led by the Spirit by every in, in every aspect that we do, everything that we do? Are we are we being are we allowing the Spirit to guide us by when we open our mouths and that we're not supposed to say? Are we being led by the Spirit when we treat folk the wrong way when we know we're not supposed to treat them the wrong way? Are we being led by the Spirit when the Bible has told us to love? Our enemy, are we being led by the Spirit when we don't love people like the Bible has told us we should love people? So being led by the Spirit, allowing the Spirit to have control over us, that mind control, I like to say, we got we to allow the Spirit to have mind control over us because if we don't allow the Spirit to control us, then we'll be out there and let feel somewhere doing what we want to do, when we want to do it, saying what we want to say and treating people the way we want to treat people, and that is not of God. Mm -hmm. So it is vitally important, vitally important that, A, we understand who Jesus is and understand that we have that power to do what Jesus has said. We will do those greater things, and we got to plug into that power, and we got to let the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, have mind control over us Instead of our own minds, and have that that the mind of Christ, and be Christ-like. We can't be Christ, but we can be Christ-like. So when people see us, do they see an image of Christ, or do they see a non-image of Christ, a hypocrite, or whatever the case might be? So it is important. It is very important that we allow ourselves to be led. Uh, by the spirit, because if we're not led by the spirit, we're gonna be out there flapping, and we're gonna be in. We're, we're gonna be. We're gonna be bring displeasure upon God, which we're already doing that anyway. God is not. God is not. Is not happy with 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 where we are right now in this world. God is not happy with uh with us. Uh, a lot of us as 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 church leaders, but we gotta do better. God is not pleased with his people. And we got to get up our own way, just like Pastor Chris said. We got to get out of our own way, and we got to allow God to do what God does in our lives so we can do better. Mm-hmm. That's my take on it, though. That's my take Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I wanted to get a little bit deeper. Now, I usually don't go in this area, but I really wanted to bring this to light to a lot of our uh, more uh, uh, Bible-educated scholars, I like to call them. I wanted to bring a key factor here in place. Now, in our key scripture, you will receive power. Now, of course, we all know uh, in the Greek, deutimus, power. We we heard about this, which means achieving power. 
be, uh, being able, capable, inward power, uh, spirit, strength to oppose evil, the great power of God, the Messiah, miraculous power, absolute, complete, perfect, indispensable, required power of authority and warlike power. This is the breakdown of Deuteronomy's power. We've heard this preached in many of our congregations. Now, Deuteronomy's power is ushered in and made available to our spirit by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Okay. When anything godly needs to be done, it can only be done by the Holy Spirit. Uh-oh. I'm going to get in trouble with that one. So you mean to tell me, Pastor, oh I can't? My God. You mean to tell me I can't because I have the education? No, it says it right here. It can only be done by the Holy Spirit, not by your degree, not by your co-sign from a bishop, by the Holy Spirit. No disrespect intended, but it's, that's what it says. Now, the scripture says, not just what I'm saying. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says right. the Lord. That's in Zechariah 4 and 6. So now, why is awesome, why is this power so awesome? This Holy Spirit, this dunamis power that we've been hearing about, but we don't even actually know how to scratch the surface and activating it. Why is it needed to simply put it, family, to crucify self? Uh-oh. It takes a supernatural power from you and me to take the desires and passions of the body and the independence, rebellious nature, and desires of our mind will and emotions and deliver them to the cross and die daily. See, I am sure God confirmed it in his word. The perfect example, Peter did not want Jesus to go on the cross, but to have a pity on himself and and somehow find a way to escape the cross. But this is what the Lord told Peter. Go behind me, Satan. The thought of stopping Jesus of going on the cross was put into the mind of Peter by who? Satan. You didn't have in mind the things of God. Now, Peter was governed by his fleshly mind. We know that. Peter used to always go ham and cheese all the time. Uh, in his flesh. Yeah, he had, he had the right purpose, he had the right desire, but he always went and, and thought whatever he thought in his mind or what he felt at that time, he reacted. But Jesus was teaching him how to not react from his fleshly mind. But things, but then Jesus said to the disciples and all who believe, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So read this emotional 
drama here in Matthew chapter 16. Just read the whole scripture, but the key scriptures are 21 through 28. Now, in, in those days, of course, we know criminals would go on the cross and would carry their own crosses, right? Now, speaking to us today is to take our sinful nature and take it to the cross of Jesus to die there with him, co-crucified with Christ. He was hugging on the cross instead of me. Now, what do you call that, family? That's love. Galatians 2 and 20. So examples of denying and crucifying the desires of our flesh. Here we go. You know, I like to give the examples. So number one, you have been a liar since youth. Now, with the ghost in you, you don't desire to lie anymore. Now you will tell the truth, even if it hurts very deeply. This is the power of the cross, not you. The Holy Spirit gives you the power to resist the flesh and crucify your lying nature. Number two, your lust for money, power, pride, healing, covetousness, whatever it has a hold on you, jealousy, etc. Now you have the desire to live an honorable life to trust Jesus in everything. The Lord is my shepherd, right? We preach we preach that, we quote that all the time. I shall not want. Psalms 23 and 1. So you deny yourself of your old ways where you get what you want and don't care about how bad your actions were, what you did to yourself and how you used, abused, and hurt others. All you wanted was to satisfy your old nature, the flesh. You didn't have the power or the will to lift yourself out of the gutter lifestyle. The Holy Spirit gives you dudamus to take your sinful self to the cross to be crucified. While you carry the burden of the weight of the cross, you are not ecstatic about it, but when you hang it next to Jesus, you know you were free. So, I'm a, there's a lot more to say, but I don't want to take up all the time. So, Brother Don, it's just that statement alone. Why in the world are we taking back our crosses and still not activating the power of the Holy Ghost, which again was a selfless act that Jesus told us that we can have he sacrificed his own life for us. But yet we are still picking up our crosses and we're still lying and diving with our pride, our arrogance, our love of money, the pursuit of this and, and, and kingdoms and all this stuff. So why are we picking up our cross still, Brother Don, where it clearly says that we have the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions by just having a relationship with God? How simple can it be? Why are we making it so hard? So, Brother Don, you have the floor. <laughs> Amen. Woo, that was a lot, boy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You know, and I'm going to put it to you like this. 
and 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 I want you to follow along closely. Me and my sister have been talking about this for a while now. We've got too many believers still at the cross and not at the throne room. They're looking for the numa, or, or the the numa is at the cross. The dunamis is in the throne room. And see, what we're trying to do is we're still, you know, if, if we're standing there at the cross expecting things to change, everything was done for the cross that we get to the throne room. That's where the power is. Jesus sitting on the right hand of the Father right now as an advocate for us to do the things for the kingdom that we need to do here on earth. And, you know, if we don't allow ourselves to get to that throne room, if we don't allow ourselves to enter the Holy of Holies and we stay in the outer court, we fall victim to some of the, the, the world doctrine that's in there today to infiltrate our spirit and have us still stuck there thinking, what is going on? What has happened? Why isn't this gospel working for me? Why isn't this word working for me? I know these scriptures. I quote these scriptures. I profess these scriptures. But these scriptures aren't working for me in my life. That's because we have to dive into deeper things in the word, family. We have to go deeper. We have to get to the throne room. The word says come boldly to the throne of grace. That means it's approachable. That means there's no more veil. That means we have the ability for what was done on the cross to get to the throne room. And that's, to me, that's the thing that, that myself and still today as I speak, I'm working on is to make sure. And that's why we've been talking about repentance so much is that I want to be able to have access to the throne room. I want that access. I want to be able to stand there at the throne of grace and to come boldly that I can operate in the gifts and callings that God put in my life. See, you know, and, 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 and that's another thing I want to touch on. And you did it a few shows ago about how we do not allow the Holy Spirit to define our gifts and callings, but we let other people define them. And then we're operating out of order, wondering why we don't have the power that we read about in the Bible. We wonder why we don't see things move like we're supposed to see them that comes out of the Scriptures. Because we're operating illegitimately from a place that we allow someone else to define for us instead of the Holy Spirit define for us. Then that's one aspect that, that I would love to see people just take time to, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, and, and, you know, leaders are very important. I'm not knocking leaders because we need leaders. We, we need to be um, submissive to leaders, accountable to leaders. And, you know, that's a whole other topic, a whole other show. But what I want to say today here is we have to get back to the point where we let the Holy Spirit define who we are in Christ and not just other folks. Mm. Then that way you're going to see yourself get to the throne to get the power you need to enact the kingdom of heaven here on earth as it was mandated for us to do as believers. That's why we weren't snapped the minute that we accepted Christ, that's why we weren't snatched to heaven. It's because we got a job to do here. And with any job that you have, you have certain parameters of power and authority within that job. But we relinquish them by not allowing the Holy Spirit to minister what that is to us in our lives. 
You got teachers that don't know how to teach. You got prophets that don't know how to prophesy. You got pastors that's not preaching the word of God. It's because they haven't allowed that time in that relationship with Jesus Christ to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to them what they are, who they are, and where they need to be. They're operating illegitimately. And we wonder what's wrong with the church. We wonder why people are, 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 are not even don't get it but don't want it. It's because of this right here. People operating illegitimately in the body of Christ. So when these people operate illegitimately, they bring you their God. Whether it be money, power, idols, that's their God that they're serving. So it's time for us, family, it's time for us pastors on this line to get back to preaching the basic gospel, the good news of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you know, and, and just really getting the people back in order. Because we've been out of order for way too long. We, we, we've been backwards for way too long. Not everybody, but I'm just saying as a whole, the body is still sick and it needs healing. It needs, it needs the truth put back into it. And that's my take on that. Amen. Amen. That's the key. Amen. I, I want to hear, just talk about the spirit itself, if I may, uh, because I think our problem is we really don't understand the Holy Spirit. We really do not understand the dispensation of it. We don't understand the ministry of it. Therefore, we can't understand the necessity for it. Amen. So a lot of us are just happy we can speak in tongues. And we think that our much speaking in tongues is really the the uh the the depth of God, the, the the height that we've gone in God, we can go in God, but we really do not understand what the Holy Spirit is there for, the purpose of it, and what it's supposed to produce in us. It's supposed to re it's supposed to create and keep recreating within us the character of God, a revelation of His holiness and His righteousness. Amen. It's, the Bible says a, a day will come where we won't even have need of a teacher. When will that day come? When we are mature enough to yield to the Spirit of the Lord. We're, we have such a power inside of us, and the Bible says we still have need of milk. Milk. Mm. Meaning the mm. foundational things about repentance and salvation. <laughs> we're, still, we're still trying to get a revelation of the of the primary things, but we want pe- we want to operate like we're chewing on spiritual meat, the deep thing. So when you have people thinking that there's something that they're not, you have a mess in the making. And a lot of times that will that's what we find in the in the five fold. So if the five fold is 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 full of mess, and I mean I leave I mean this lovingly. Then what else can the body be full of? Amen. So let's just look here. I want to. I want to read from Galatians five, and it, and it, and I want to start at verse thirteen because it's talking about life by the Spirit. Amen. It says, Amen. "You brothers and sisters were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh." Very important. We were called to freedom. But have we used that freedom to really indulge in our 
flesh. Does it, God corrected the Galatians some, as you said. They started out in the spirit, but then something bewitched them, and they tried to perfect it in the flesh. Amen? Did I not hear that scripture earlier? So the, 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 the apostle is telling us here, do not use the freedom that God has given you, the calling that God has given you, that you're walking in uh, to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. We're talking about life in the spirit, amen? This is a place for us to judge ourselves, to see if just, because we think we're operating by the spirit half of the time. But, but, but let's judge ourselves to see if we really are. Because fruit comes forth. You know the, the, the spirit has fruit, right? It manifests fruit. Amen? Yeah. Amen? Yeah. So we can judge yeah. ourselves by our own fruit. Amen? And you know what? The saints can judge us too by our fruit. And that's the way God does, that's the way God devised it. And we can't change it. It goes on to say, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the spirit. And you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? I can be the most gifted person in the world. But if I am led and controlled by my flesh, amen, I'm going to manifest the fruits of the flesh, people of God. It goes on to say, and the spirit is contrary to the flesh. So look, God is saying you've got two things going on here. You're in the flesh, but you have the spirit. You have Mm -hmm. my spirit, so you're going to have to yield to one or the other. It's not automatic. It's my choice because I have a free will in the midst of all of that. And I get to choose who I yield to. But I cannot be going around here pretending that I'm a minister of God, but I'm full of the flesh. Because it's obvious who we are. And and you talk about, well, why God won't use me? God won't use me. Why God is not using me? Well, check your fruit. It'll be obvious to you why God can't use you if you're not flowing in love. It says, it goes on to say, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh. This is in the Bible. God is making it clear to us first. We can't go preach this to somebody else and have them be convicted if we're not convicted by what we're preaching. Let this be a conviction first to us. Amen? And then when we go preach it and tell somebody else, they'll get the revelation. But a lot of times we're preaching half of this Bible, but we haven't been convicted by the word ourselves. So it's still theory to us. Because we're not living it. I mean, and, and you know what? Let me tell you this. The only mm. way to change is to, is to get the truth, to receive the truth, to acknowledge the truth, so that you can repent and be transformed by the truth. Because the, truth, the gospel is the truth. Amen? It goes on to say, the acts of the flesh are obvious. Obvious. Immorality. Purity. Debauchery. Idolatry. Witchcraft. Hatred, discord, jealousy, 
fits of rage, selfish ambition in the church, mm. dissension, fractions, envy in the church, drunkenness, orgies in the church, in the life. Mm. I warn you, as oh, I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. If we live like this, not only, people, will we not inherit the kingdom of God, but we will not be able to operate in the spirit of God. Now, you may operate by a spirit, but it's a familiar spirit that comes from the devil. Amen? And I'm going to give you an example of that in just a minute. It says, Mm. but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control in the church. Amen? Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, it's obvious. I don't have to look far to see who I am. Mm. Humble my little self, and the spirit of God that's in me will show me which fruit I'm operating in, what's coming up out of me. Now, I want to be moved. I want to be used. I want to be empowered. I can't be empowered. With the with the acts of the flesh, if there if I'm being led and controlled by my flesh, then the spirit of the Lord cannot move through me. It, it's and that's what we've been trying. That's the mistake we stumbled over that because we thought because we were gifted, we were in God was going to empower empower us. Mm. God is not that God's not going to change His law for us. Who are we? Who are we? He's not going to compromise his righteousness for us because we what? Because we're what? Mm. We're not Abraham. Mm. We're not David. If he didn't do it for them, he's not going to do it for us. Amen? We're not Jesus. <laughs> if he didn't do it for Jesus, what makes us think he'll do it for us? Wow. Hell mm. made us think we were all of that. Somebody taught us wrong, you all. And you know what? We're having to pay for it. We're having yeah. to suffer for it. Because we were taught incorrectly. Now, I want to go on and read uh, Acts 13 because you know what? This is where a lot of us are in the body of Christ. We really think we can buy the Holy Spirit. Mm. We really think we can buy it. Because mm. <laughs> we, we messed up. I'm telling you, our thinking is messed up. Our thinking is messed up when it comes to righteousness and the things of God. Now, what we mm. find here in, in, in Acts 13 is that we saw this, this see this Jew, Jewish sorcerer, Jewish sorcerer, sorcerer. He was well known in the area. He had enticed the people, and the people had, 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 had lifted him up. He was well known. People paid him money for his sorcery. And so you see the apostles coming, and when they come, they come empowered by the Holy Spirit. So people are getting healed and delivered and set free. And so when he sees this, he has the audacity to approach them and say, let me buy that Holy Spirit that you have so I can do what you're doing. You hear me? Did you hear that? Read it for yourself. (laughs) Elements, the sorcerer, for that is. But that is what his name means, oppose them and try to turn the pro-council from the faith. Then Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, 
looked straight at him and said, you are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. You're full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop perverting the right ways of God? You know what? If God sent apostles into our church, he could say some of that today. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear it. (laughs) Now the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind for a time, not even able to see the light of the sun. And immediately... And darkness came over him, and he groped around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. But when the proconsul saw this, you know what happened? He believed. He believed. There are other stories where where they, I, I thought this was the story of the one that wanted to buy the Holy Spirit. But there's another situation where a, 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 a Jewish a musician, a ma- magician, wanted to buy the Holy Spirit, and the, mm. and the apostle corrected him and say, "You're in the gall of bitterness. Mm. Repent." And because of his heart, he said, "You pray for me. You pray wow. for me." Amen. Now, now listen, people of God. This is where we're headed. We're headed in, into that evil day where evil people are pretending to be prophets of God. And wow. they're, they're drawing and leading the people astray. Now, they didn't start out being this way, but somewhere they walked away from the Lord. And they began to draw the people to themselves rather than draw them, lead them to the Lord. This is a sign. This is a sign. You, if you're in that situation where you're being when you're where you're being drawn to the person, but not being led by the Lord. If you're in a situation where the pastor was one one way going in, but now he's changed. Oh <laughs> you better check that. You better check where you are. You better check where you're going. Amen. Amen. I heard this one prophet say, listen, we're in a different place. We're in a transition. And when prophets come and tell me what my address is, that is not benefiting me because God knows where I live. I need help with some other stuff now. I don't want to be entertained anymore in the house of God. I don't care what my mama's first name is. I don't care what the number in my street is. I don't care how much money is in my bank account. I need God to come and help me in some situations spiritually where I'm bound by some stuff. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I don't need to be entertained no more. I don't need you to tell me what my house address is. I don't need to know what my mama's name was. I need you to tell me what God is saying about this pandemic going on. I need you to help me to understand how to bring my people to a place of peace and unity. I need you to show me what God is saying is hindering my household from being saved. Y'all, we've shifted to another time and another season, amen? The Spirit of the Lord is moving. That's right. In times past, God tolerated that stuff. But have we not seen what's going on on the face of the earth now? Time out for playing around. Hmm. I'm done. 
Yes, ma'am. Well, I want to get Pastor Sago's input on this because this is extremely heavy. So, Pastor, you have the floor. Amen. Amen. And, and um, hey, everything everybody was saying is is definitely on point. Uh, but I think one thing that we that we need to uh, that we have to make sure that people understand, um, because I think there's there's a lot of confusion because people uh, they talk about the spirit. We talk about the spirit, but uh, sometimes we don't truly understand what happens when. Um, the things that happen when the spirit is involved. So, um, like you said, and I want to say now we have to understand, and there's a difference between being filled and baptized with the spirit. We we, we have to we have to understand that. Now, like you said, Pastor Chris, now when we receive uh, the, the 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 spirit, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, there's two things we receive. You said dunamis. We receive we receive dunamis power and we receive uh, exousia. Mm-hmm. And dunamis is the ability and exousia is the authority. So when we're filled with the spirit, we receive, uh, we receive ability and authority. We receive ability and authority uh, uh, given to us by the spirit to exceed the ability and the authority that we have or we had at birth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, being baptized with the Spirit is being brought into the body of Christ, or like we talked about on um, on on Thursday, the ecclesia. The, the, the ecclesia. So, mm-hmm. we're being when we're baptized, we're being brought into the body of Christ. And what happens is, sin is what hinders the filling of the Holy Spirit. Sin is what hinders the filling of the Holy Ghost. And and when, when we have sin uh, within us, that is what keeps us from being filled. That is where, uh, where, where when we're filled, um, that's when God uh, gives us the, uh, the the gifts of the Spirit. Everybody, everybody might not receive the same gift of the Spirit. Uh, uh, everybody may not ever, ever be able to speak in tongues. Just because they can't speak in tongues, that does not mean that they are not filled with the Holy Spirit. And what we're doing is we're is, is we're attaining that and we're corrupting that, and we have people who are trying to 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 receive that gift, to receive that gift, to receive that gift of being able to to to, to speak in, in other languages, and they don't ever receive that gift. So now they feel that they're not filled with the Holy Spirit. They're not filled with the Holy Ghost because we're, 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 we're teaching people the wrong thing. We're teaching people that in order to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you have to be able to speak in a different language. You have to be able to speak in tongues. And that's, that's just not true. That is just not true. So I think it goes back to understanding the works of the Holy Spirit when we, when we go to teach people about the Spirit, about the the, 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 the Deuteronomy and Exodia, the the, uh, the the uh the ability and and the authority that we receive upon being filled with the spirit and know that when you are baptized with the spirit that's when you or we or whoever else is being brought into the body of Christ 
But what's so important is sin is what hinders us from being filled with the Holy Spirit. And 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 God can't God can't can release those gifts to us or a gift to us if sin is in present. If if, if, if sin is there. Um, every everybody everybody has a different gift that God that, that God gives. Everybody doesn't have the same gift. Uh, some people have the have 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 the gift of of, of teaching and 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 uh, uh, being a being a a, a pastor slash teacher. Uh, that's not two separate offices. Pastor teacher. If we look in the Greek language, what Paul said, Paul did not separate pastor and teacher as two different separate offices. So because if you're a pastor. You have to be able to teach. You can't say, well, I don't teach. No, if you're a pastor, you are a teacher as well. Not every teacher may not be a pastor, but every pastor has to be able to be able to, to teach people. So, it go, again, it goes back to being filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit is important that our filling with the Spirit, what hinders that filling is sin. Sin is what hinders that feeling of the spirit. But we have to stop doing is we have to stop teaching people, uh, pastors and other 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 uh, denominational um, uh, uh, churches have to stop teaching people that if you don't speak in tongues or if you don't speak in a different language, that you are not filled with the Holy Spirit. And that is just not true. And people are walking around thinking in their minds and their hearts that I'm not filled with the spirit, but they have other gifts that God is giving to them or God is giving to them for the body of Christ that God wants them to have and not for nobody else to have. So I think we have to go back to the basics and understand what the Holy Spirit does and the works of the Holy Spirit so we can stop confusing people about the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit, uh, in in the beginning, is is the one that 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 that's that's brought alongside us to guide us, the Parakletos. That's what the Holy Spirit is called, the Parakletos. Para means means alongside, and and Kletos means means around. So that means the 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 Holy Spirit is the one that is sent to us to guide us through all that we do. So it's important that. That 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 uh that, that we understand what the Holy Spirit does because the Holy Spirit is the one that's called alongside us to help us. Wow! Wow! Well, if you didn't get anything from today's show, I don't know what does. I, I really don't uh, because this this is a phenomenal word, and I thank God for everyone that's on tonight because we have to really look at ourselves. This word is challenging. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to challenge us. And we're supposed to have the desire to want change. And yes, you are right, Pastor Asago, that we have to be teachers also. We want to sit on the throne, but we don't want to teach nobody. This is why we got uh, the blind leading the blind, as they say. We got so many chiefs, not enough Indians, because everybody wants to sit on the throne and no one wants to do the work. Well, I got news for you. We are, we're shifting. This season is shifting. We got to get our hands dirty. And I'm talking about get our 
yourself in line first. Do a gut check. Be real with yourself for once. Leaders, be real with yourself. If all you talking about is money and building and this and that, now listen, I'm not saying that's a wrong thing, but if that's your clear motive in making money and building kingdoms, then that's not of God. If you're you're supposed right. to be focused on building spirits, building soldiers right. of faith. That's what Jesus sacrificed his life for. He didn't he didn't spend three and a half years with the disciples just to build kingdoms. He built men of God to carry on the work. Their flaws, with their shortcomings, had the talent, with the preach or not, whatever it was, Jesus spent time with the disciples to bring them to his father's quality of wanting to keep getting keep the, the word in the great commission that he sent out for us today. We lost the ball. We're fumble we're fumbling the ball, man. We we want to do so much we want to be on a limelight all the time. We got to be on Facebook Live. Oh, look how many people we feed today. Okay, great. That's awesome. But people need more than food. I'm just saying. They need more than food. And we have to equip them for the spiritual war that's coming. That's what's coming. That's why you see all these leaders taking their own life. Because of the fact that they're caught up in the spirit of deception from Satan. Because that's what Satan puts in all of our heads as men and women of God. We got to chase after the success. We got to chase after the money. Oh, my ministry isn't thriving because we don't have three churches. That's nonsense. Are the people in your congregation growing? And are you building soldiers for them to continue the work? That's what we should be concentrating on. Not how big our church is. Not how many people come to our church. If you're building souls, you're doing your job as a pastor or as a leader of the flock. Not building corporations and empires. Because as you see, they are crumbling right before your eyes. Everybody's so caught up oh, social distancing and oh, we can't have church. That should tell you right there that all you're worrying about is the number of people coming into your building so you can get your payroll. I'm sorry to say it, but that's what's going on right now. That's why people are upset. That's why men of God coming on Facebook, having all these isms and schisms, not teaching what this word is actually about, not giving you the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost, not showing you that we need to go back to boot camp and basic training and get our spiritual warrior licenses renewed because this all we are expired at this point me too right now i'm getting my stuff renewed why because we're entering to a whole different season what we knew was church is not going to fly now how we said it all the cliches all the hand claps all the 2020 we got 2020 vision to see the provision of God, all these cliches we say for our churches, all of that stuff is null and void. So you might as well scratch it. Oh, well, you have to write the vision and make it plain, sir. I understand that. Your vision is to equip the people to battle these end time spirits because Satan is not playing now. And he's sitting back laughing at 
so-called men and women of God that have powerful ministries, and he's sitting there laughing because they're flushed in their nice little security-gated homes with their butlers and maids and servants, and we got people out here actually doing the work of God, getting their lives taken out while you sitting in a flush little office crying because you can't have church. Uh-oh. We got people, we got so much deception. Ladies and gentlemen, pick up the word for yourself. Pick up the word for yourself. We are here to guide you to where you can tap in to the same power. The Holy Spirit has no respect for persons. God has no respect for persons. You could have been the most grimiest of the grime. God is taking people like that and raising them up. Not the goody two-shoe folks. Not the people that 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 roll the the straight and narrow all their life. God is taking the riffraff, the low lives, the people you said that there wasn't gonna be nothing. He is raising these people up right now and bring a word that's gonna bring power to people, really setting them free and understanding the God that we serve today. This is the word of God that needs to come forth, and by golly. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network and everyone that's on the team, we are committed to making sure that our radio family understands the power you have in Christ. It ain't about cliches. It's not about clicks. It's not about egos. It's not about red-bottom shoes, gator shoes, expensive clothes. It's not about none of that. God will bless his people, absolutely. But God will also provide your needs. Not once. Big difference. We all want to have things. I get it. We all want to live, uh, live in a comfortable manner. I get it. We all want to provide for our wives and our spouses and make sure they're comfortable. I get it. I'm not being insensitive to that. But if that's all you're worried about is making sure your wife got a, a, got a 2020 uh, BMW or, or a Ferrari or another mansion on the hill and stuff like that, that's not of God. What we need to be worrying about as husbands and wives, and if especially in ministry, we are, need to, we are supposed to come together in one flesh to build the kingdom to bring people closer to God without the cliches. And, and Pastor Sago was right. You don't need to speak in tongues to have a gift because, again, they are gifts. Not everybody is gifted in the spirit to speak in tongues. We have intercessors. We have prophets. We have we have a, a, a plethora, and we spoke about that here on this platform, the many gifts that we don't have to pay into, work for, stay committed to for 20, 30 years, sitting on the anointing that we already have, all this stuff. This stuff has to stop. And I'm sorry to go on a tangent, y'all, but this got to, it's got to stop. We have wasted too much time. Pastor Gene made that perfectly clear. Brother Don made that perfectly clear. Pastor Brian set that perfectly clear. I said that perfectly clear. We've wasted too much time on showmanship. Uh-oh. We wasted too much time on showmanship. It's time for us to get in the grind. It's time for us to get dirty and teach the people of God. We have the power to defeat 
the forces of darkness, but yet we're sitting at home, hiding behind rocks, talking a good game, and as soon as life hits us hard, we're crawling up under a rock. We need to be the example. We need to be what God called us to be and use the power of the Holy Ghost like he gave it to us, with power, with authority, not with arrogance, not with pride, not with any of that. See, I'm done. That was that. That was my. That's my icing on the cake for today. Uh, of course, we're we're only we're almost halfway done through this series. But I want to give Brother Don, Pastor G, and Pastor Sago a final word before we get out of here today. Man, amen, amen, amen. Man, this has been on fire today. I just have to really, really commend the Spirit of the Lord and ministering to me through this today. This was an awesome word. Um, and you're right. You know, it just boils down to we have to be about our Father's business. That's what it's about at the end of the day. And we have access to things out there that we don't even really, we haven't even tapped into fully. And it's just going to come by listening to words like this and really people just really taking to heart, family, what's being said here today. This is just not another fellowship or a good time. This is the Spirit of the Lord speaking to his body today to get his bride right because he's coming back for us. And we want to make sure she's right. Amen. 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 Pastor Gene, your final thoughts. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we're spiritual beings. We are spiritual beings in a fleshly body, but we're spiritual beings. Amen. That means that even when this body decays, we will still be spiritual beings. If we just meditate on that for a second, hallelujah, that's how we communicate our Father that we've never seen, our Heavenly Father that we've never seen, we have to communicate to him by the Spirit of God, the Spirit that was in us, Spirit to Spirit, amen? Amen. So where we are right now, there's such an urgency in the Spirit for us to operate in the Spirit and by the Spirit, amen? The thing that we learned this morning in our service is that Right now, if you look at where we are as a people, our battle is not with flesh and blood. Amen? Corona cannot be defeated by the flesh and the blood. Have we not seen that yet? So evidently, something spiritually is attacking us in the flesh. With the, with the pandemic, it has to be a spiritual thing because man cannot find the remedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we just think about that for a second. So we must, as spiritual beings, take the battle to the spirit because God already warned us and he told us that our battle is not against flesh and blood. Amen? Amen. That is against spiritual powers in high places. We cannot continue to battle in the flesh with something that's spiritually discerned and spirit something that's spiritually 
to be defeated. We're in a place now where we can no longer be complacent. Our situation demands that we rise up, not in the flesh, but by the spirit. It said it's not by might of man. It's not by the powerful man, but it is by the spirit, saith the Lord. Amen. Mm. So, so you know, and, and, and as the, the pastor said, we all have different gifts. Now, you might come on here and you might listen and you might hear one come this way, one come another way. And however God, the spirit of the Lord moves, it's moving for someone. Someone may receive Pastor Chris. Someone may receive Donnie. Someone may receive, uh, receive the other pastor. Someone may receive me. Someone might because we all operate in different gifts. Maybe you can have discerned that. So God is coming. He's coming in different ways because he is calling for his bride to come forth. And as someone said, God has already given his bride the power to, to destroy that which threatens his kingdom. But is the bride operating in what God has given the bride? To in the power and the authority that God has given the bride to walk in. Again, the body of Christ is the only one that wears a bridal gown, but she's dressed for war. Well, Pastor Brian, you have the floor. We got a few more minutes left. All right, I appreciate that. I'm 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 gonna make it brief. Um, and, and again, I'm so glad that I was able to uh, to, uh, to to come on in, in, in time. And uh, you know, past Pastor Gene, Pastor Don, you know, I, I can tell just by through this conversation that those are as uh, a powerful man and woman of God. Uh, so I'm I'm just uh, it's just a pleasure for me to be able to uh, you know to join in. Um, but exactly what Pastor Don said and Pastor Gene said, you know, uh, we gotta we, we we have to know how the Spirit works in us. We have to do what the Spirit uh, leads us to do. And like Pastor Gene said, it was it was it was great what she said. Um, everybody's everybody's gifts is gonna touch different people. Uh, I might touch a different a different different number of people than Pastor Gene. Pastor Gene might teach might might touch. Um, different set of people than, than I or Pastor Don and vice versa and so on and so on. So, uh, again, we, we have to know, uh, we have to tap into that power. and We have to be led by the Spirit to know uh, who we are in Christ uh, and what God wants us to do because God doesn't want us, doesn't have me to do everything because I can't do everything. My authority cuts off at a, well I want to say my authority cuts off at a point but 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 what God has has for me to do I can't do everything I can't go into what pastor uh, what what what, what uh, God has for pastor Gene to do I can't go into what what God has for pastor Don to go into I can't have what 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 God has for uh, has has for you to do pastor Chris I can't do that I have to know where God wants me at and if God wants to propel me to do other things then God is going to talk to me. God doesn't have to reveal that to a to a to a, to a prophet. 
God needs to, if if God if God wants me to know that God can tell me because I have a relationship with God just like that prophet has a relationship with God. So God can communicate with me just like God can communicate with that prophet. So again, we have to be able to recognize God's voice when we hear it because God speaks to each of us differently. God doesn't speak to us the same. So I thank God for being able to be on this 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 line with these with this great men and women of God. Uh, I appreciate you allowing me to uh, to be a part of it, and I'm looking forward to being to, to being a part of more, uh, if, if God so allows. So I just I, I thank you, Pastor Gene. Thank you, Pastor Don. Hey, I, I already love y'all. I love y'all anyway. So, but but thank you so much. Amen. Well, family. Yes, sir. Well, we're glad to have you. We, we openly invite you. We're on every Sunday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you're not busy ministering, Pastor, you're more than welcome to join the panel, sir. Well, family, that's it. We're done. So you are more than you think and greater than you heard. And when you see the psalmist's voice, Pastor Jim, Pastor John, Pastor Sago, in your churches, in your, in your hood, in your shopping malls, doing it big. For the kingdom of God, walk with us. Let's go. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.